Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah 747. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10Fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Papilski Nechamovitz family on the earth side of Aryeh ben Benyamin, Lucien Nechamovitz. May the Torah we learn be an Eloi for his Neshama. This week's parasha is parasha Achrei Mos and Kedoshim. And I wanted to discuss the notion of the Ahafta Lariacha Kamocha where the Pasuk says, Lo si kom lo si taris don't exact different types of vengeances depending on the scenario with uh, my people. And instead, you have to love you shall love your friend like yourself. I'm not sure where the neighbor translation comes in, but love your friend like you love yourself. So the obvious question, and I mentioned this notion, um, this rule yesterday, as a Zaklal Gadol Batorah, Rabbi Kiva felt that if you were good at this, you were going to be good at any other interpersonal law. It's uh, categorical in nature. But I wanted to talk about the simple meaning of what these words mean. What is it actually asking us to do? So if you look at Unculus, Unculus says very plainly, Usarachim Lechavarech you should be good, kind, merciful to your friend as yourself. Now that is great, but if you think about it, it's asking a demand which is a little bit unreasonable and perhaps even impossible. I'll give you an example. I go to the store, I want to get a coffee, and uh, I buy a coffee, and then I realize, hey, my friend might want a coffee, so should I be buying two coffees because I'm buying one for myself? I positively need to do all of the things that I do for myself for others. So that can't be the case, and we know that A, because of just would be very unreasonable and impractical, perhaps even impossible, to love somebody else as much as you love yourself. But we have the well-known Gemara where uh, the Gemara talks about two people walking along the way, and one of them, and they get lost, and they they find themselves in, in no man's land, and they only have one pitcher or one canteen of water. So what do you do? The one guy who has the water, if he shares it, they both die. If he is selfishly drinks the entire thing, he'll survive and make it to the settlement, but the other one will die. So Ben Petura says what you're supposed to do is share, and you need to share and sacrifice yourself so that, he says, So you will not see or witness the death of your friend. That's his opinion. His opinion is that you um, need to share and sacrifice yourself in the process. Rabbi Kiva comes and Rabbi Kiva says, No, 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 no. The Pasuk tells us, you shall, Your brother shall live with you. That presumes, That your brother will live with you means that you are living already, which means you've survived. So you have a primacy when it comes to to you versus your friend. So if that's the case, the cannot possibly mean that I'm also supposed to look out for my friend equally as I'm supposed to look out for myself. And I'm supposed to do good for my friend as I am supposed to do for myself. This is not my question. This is the Ramban's question. The Ramban poses this Gemara as a problem with the simple understanding. So really, there are a variety of other interpretations for what V'yahavta kamocha means. If you look in the Gemara, the Gemara talks about the story where uh, a convert comes to Hillel and Shammai wants to convert as long as he can learn all of Judaism on one foot. Shammai ticks, uh, kicks him out. He says, no, you can't possibly do that. Hillel says, sure, here's, here's uh, I'll convert you. What you hate, don't do to your friend. And it seems, it seems that he believes that this is the same as Rashi says two explanations. One, he's referring to mitzvah bin Adam lamakom. It's referring to, you know, don't not listen to God if you would like to be listened to. But the other interpretation Rashi brings is that this is really just an, a, a reimagining 
uh, and what it would mean is not that we need to do for our friend what we would want to do for ourselves, but the reverse. We should not do to our friend what we would not have done to us. And so there, it's requiring us to avoid the negative to our friend, not actually involving requiring the positive, that we treat our friend exactly how we would be treated. That is likely impossible. Beratius Rabbah also, the Medrash refers to it in this way, uh, explains the words, I was shamed, so I'm going to pull my friend into it. I was cursed. Let him be cursed. You know, let, let us both go down. No, because you would like to avoid something, you should be sure that you have your friend avoid it as well. That's the idea which we generally see in Chazal, and indeed Targum Yonasan ben Uziel says the following: You should be kind to your friend, and the things that you hate don't do to him. And so Targum Yonasan translates the very words in the Chazal type of understanding, which is avoid doing bad to your friend. And so that's explanation number one. Uh, It doesn't really mean buy everybody else a coffee when you buy your coffee. But it means don't bump into somebody and be negligent and spill their coffee because you really hate when people do that to you. The Cheskuni explains differently. The Cheskuni understands the Ahafta Lireyacha Kamocha is said very specifically. If you contrast the other very well-known time, we find the word Ahafta. It says, You shall love God with all of your heart and your, all of your soul and all of your possessions. And there it says, It doesn't say, Like it says, There's no S and it's just the letter Lamed. So what does that mean? The Cheskuni says, I'll tell you what it means. And it's referring not to all of our possible behaviors and thoughts and emotions. It's referring to the things that I do the things that I do for my friend. And so he says, I should love to do things for him just like I love when he does things for me. It almost sounds like I should enjoy the good things that I do for him the same way I enjoy when they're done for me. It's like a service with a smile. I need to make sure that the things that I do, I don't do begrudgingly. I don't do uh, in a poor mood. I do them because I, I like it, because I like that when people behave in that way towards me. The Rambam also uses a, another a very, it seems, deliberate explanation for this here first of Yahatalirachamocha that I should I should speak praises of the person, I should be careful with the person's money. Not that I'm going and buying him coffees. I'm not damaging the person in any specific way. I should speak positively about the person. These might be things that naturally we assume to be a zero-sum game, you know? If this person is uh, has a lot of money, then I have less. If this person is very dignified and feels very flattered, then I feel lower. Says the Ramam, no, it's not a zero-sum game. We can both be elevated. We can both feel good. We can both have esteem. We could both have money. We could both have all of these things. That is via Kamocha. Do not see him as any sort of, uh, uh, for any sort of reason, deserving less, but rather he deserves the same and, and can have the same. The Ibn Ezra and the Ramban 
actually, uh, I think, explain in a very poignant way as well. Um, they say that, no, it doesn't mean, again, the coffee theory, I have to get a coffee to everybody I know, but rather, I should not like the Cheskuni says, that it's referring to the things that I do for him, but the things that happen to him. You know, we have a problem sometimes identifying with a person's uh, good. You know, a person has good things occur to them. It's tough to really celebrate with them. You know, when unfortunately a person suffers a tragedy, that's relatively easy to be empathetic. We try to imagine ourselves in that place. We try to think of what that would be like. We're pretty happy that it's not us who have to undergo that, and so you know, we're able to use our imagination. But what about when good things happen to people? Do we dance as excitedly at a wedding, out of simcha, as we mourn with somebody at a funeral? So says the Ibn Ezra, says the Ramban, that the idea over here of v'yahavta l'riyacha, you should love the things that occur to him as you do to yourself. When good, positive, wonderful things occur to him, that is something we are supposed to celebrate. Not a very easy value. It's not a very easy thing to do. Again, we always uh, have a hard time thinking about life not as a zero-sum game where his benefit isn't to my detriment. We can't raise ourselves uh, in that way over other people by assuming or in some way projecting that we are taken aback, that we are in some way threatened by the positive things that occurred to them. So altogether, Chazal was the first, were the first, to tell us that it might not mean exactly what you think. It doesn't mean be good to other people always like you would to yourself because in requiring positive action, it requires absolute unreasonable behavior. Rather, Chazal understood it was the negative. You were to avoid doing the things to other people that you don't like doing to yourself. Other Rishonim understand that either referring to the things you do to the person should be done with a smile as you would have them done to yourself or the things that happen to that person you should judge as wonderful and good and be happy for them that's the notion that's the because that really paints how we look at every other interpersonal interaction have a good day